Hello! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Harley and Josh Show, where this week we'll be talking about a little studio called Pirate Studios. Yarr. Uh, and also uh, the, the effect of uh, blockchain on the future of the music industry, as well as some music from Underline the Sky, East Ham Pirates, and Mandeville. How are you doing, Harley, more importantly? Actually, no, I'm, I'm pretty... You're terrible today. You look stressed, yeah. man. You look well I've, stressed. I have had a very stressful morning of nothing going as to plan. I had about four things to do, and I'd got one and a half of them done. Were they all musical things? Um, no. No. Oh. <laughs> um, actually, makes it worse. Well, yeah, I had to empty the van, which I had to do. I couldn't like drive away into it. It was the full van. So that's, was it full of gear? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I gigged on Saturday, um, which was at the Boar's Head. In Braintree, I don't know if you've ever been yeah, there. Yeah, we, we talked about it on the show yes. last week. Um, it was a really cool gig. Um, it was a bit of a homecoming gig for me. Uh, I knew the guys uh, there from when I used to play there with Mohawk and Space Rocks quite regularly. Oh, uh, and sort of turned up and they all kind of greeted me with a big hug and it was really nice. Mm-hmm. It was a great, great oh, gig. Cool. And we went down really well as well. Nice. Uh, it was absolutely packed by the moment we got there. Good. Um, That's always helpful. But do you ever do this when you turn up when there's a like turn up to a gig and we got there like quite early. We got there like sort of quarter past half past seven. And right. We didn't go on till half nine. We had plenty of time to set up and we were set up really quite quickly. Hmm. But we're like on. I hope these people don't go before we start because yeah. there's always that worry that especially like on an evening that people are coming for a drink they'll finish their drink they'll go home yeah or they didn't expect there to be a band and they're standing there it's loud and people go oh I'm leaving yeah uh, so that was a bit of a worry for me but I managed to um, uh, get people to stay I think it depends on the song you start off with a lot of the time if you start off with like a really like like long version of Comfortably Numb, like we were just listening to, yeah. then people are going to be like, oh, great. But if you suddenly start off with like Uptown Funk or something like you guys do, yeah. then yeah. It, um, that's it. And the, the thing I, I think I probably mentioned last week that um, I, in the past I've um, done gigs there. It's all been kind of heavy rocky stuff and it's gone down really well there. Mm. And the worry that if you hit him with some Justin Timberlake mm. that they might not quite feel the same way. And it Crazy. actually was much the opposite. People really loved it. All right. They um, preferred it. They're like, oh, finally. <laughs> and uh, I, I got a shout out to Bernie, one of the, uh, the uh, staff there, who's an absolute legend. Uh, Sanders? Yes. We're not talking about the 1%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's always talking about the 1%, yeah. you know. Um, and uh, you're like... Chill out, Bernie. Carlsberg, please. Yeah. Don't feel the burn. <laughs> feel the burn. Um and yeah, no, he was one of the guys that was like, I was really happy to see you again, but he came up to me like, right, what are you doing for Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve next year? Right, correct. I was like, oh, okay, this is good. This is really good. Yeah. Um, and it turns out they'd already got bookings anyway. <laughs> so, oh, right, crazy. So, um, so they're, they're, they're quite well planned, but they want to, uh, uh, they, they really like just they want us back, which is exactly what you want from a first yes, gig. Yes, it is. Um, so we really enjoyed that. It was a long travel home because Braintree all the way to Felixstowe is about an hour's drive. So that yeah, was a it bit, is, isn't it? Yeah. Bit of a long ting, um, but that that was that was really really quite quite enjoyable. That was um, rather. So yeah, I was absolutely exhausted. Because Everything go to plan on that one because the last time we were talking about a chart attack, you were like, "Oh, it's already turned up." Like, oh no, you turned up. Oh, it was yes. We've we. <laughs> 
it started on it. We have a group chat because yeah. every, every band has a group chat, and it started off on Ugh. Tuesday. And I went right. How are we all getting there, and when are we getting there? Yeah, and it was all right because Oscar had already played uh, the night before with uh, So Pirante there at the railway. Yeah, um, I heard that was great. And of course, they are awesome band. They uh, he said it was a really good gig, but so he was already home. He was already ready for it, um, and so we could all we all turned up at the right time. Actually. Um, I told Toby off, actually. We said we'd be there at seven. And I turned up at quarter past and he was already set up. And I was like, man, what are you playing at? We have an understanding that we'll say we'll get there at seven. Mm -hmm. And then we'll both turn up about 15, 20 minutes late and it'll be (laughs) fine. What are you doing getting there on time? Yeah, what's wrong with you? (laughs) um, Yeah, but that was great. So, you know, um, it was awesome. uh, The highlight, actually, of of that gig... um, Actually, let's talk about my Friday night, because I had a good Friday night. Oh, good, good. Um, I don't know if you've seen, uh, Toby has been posting some stuff. Some drum covers. Yes. Mm. So, uh, Toby Houghton, he's got his first drum cover coming out this evening. Ooh. Um, I don't know where he's going to post it to, whether it's going to be onto a YouTube channel, which he hasn't yet made, or onto Facebook, or what. Um, and he's, he's put a little taster on his Instagram of him absolutely tearing it. Over yeah. uh, over an Ellie, one of the new Ellie Goulding songs. He's also doing uh, playing uh, another another song that's been released tonight, um, an Anderson Pack song, which is just from the new album. Yes, Ooh, very absolute nice. groove. Uh, it was all last minute actually. Um, this uh, he messaged me. I think Wednesday. I was like, oh, I really want to do this song as a drum cover. Right? Can we get in the studio sometime? I was like, Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Well, I'll, um, yeah, let's see when we've got some time. Fair enough, la di da di da And he texted me the next day, he's like, actually, I want to do this, this other track. I was like, okay, yeah, um, yeah, we'll do that, man. <laughs> he's like, when do you want to do it? And he's like, well, I, I, I'm pretty sure I know. Bear in mind, he'd heard these songs for the first time, Wednesday and Thursday. <laughs> he was like, I'm, I, I think I know it well enough. And I was like, well, I've just had a new microphone turn up. And I'm a li- li- really excited about this. Rainer was talking about um, the Audix microphones because he was at the drum london drum show last week right uh, and he was talking about how great the audix mics are and i was like yeah no i've just ordered one the d6 kick drum mic which is just a powerhouse yeah, of a so microphone brought that in yeah um and it he's just it can it completely transfer transformed our whole sound nice. live um, oh you've been using it live as well yes we mm-hmm. use it live um and it like it's so tight and so punchy that we could hear it on stage really well uh, and it didn't interfere with anything. It was just really well done. Mm. Um, so, uh, but I took it into the studio. and We did some recordings. I got a bit experimental with the way I recorded it, and it all just paid off really well. I'm really happy with the drum sound. So, check that out tonight. I'll be chucking it up on my pages and stuff, sharing mm. it around as much as possible. Just I'm really proud of this on the Harley Cotton Musician page. Harley Cotton Musician. Yep, that's the one. Um, and maybe we'll chuck it on the Harley and Josh Show page as yeah, well throughout the week as well. Um, we should probably. Uh, uh, Chuck Rainer's up then. <laughs> if oh, we, yeah. we can't be favouritism. I think there, we have already chucked his, his drum covers up there and various various versions of them. Mm-hmm. So, um, somewhere they're probably lost in the ether of the infinite page. But the ether of the infinite page, very that was deep, man. Oh yes, yes, that's me, deep. <laughs> if you're nothing if not deep, Harley. I like that's my favourite thing at the moment is saying something. Whilst you've got a mouthful and then waiting for a response. Yeah, just waiting for me to do the... (laughs) Sorry, what? (laughs) A little spit take, yeah. What? what? Mm. Um, I wasn't quick enough to... (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so I 
was up. I finished at the studio Friday night, like one o'clock, and had to be in West End Music for. Uh, We're West End Music. We're caught in a trap. <laughs> no looking back. You've got to answer the phone like that. We're West End Music. I will do that. Maybe we'll ask our hold music. Can you write some hold music for us? I didn't write that. I'll get, I wouldn't get any royalties for that. That's already lost in music. Ah, uh, fair. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I was, I was there for lessons in the morning, so I hadn't had a lot of sleep. I was absolutely exhausted. So come Sunday, I did nothing. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I went to the new uh, Whiff Waff uh, in Wolf Wife? I think it's called Wiff Waff. Wife Wiff. What used to be Grand Central, they've rebranded uh, and now they're now like a games oh. bar. Wow. Yeah, you got to check this out. It's it's they've got uh you know, they've got some arcade machines, they've got table tennis, they've got pool and stuff like that. And we're playing there on the 7th of December, so we are going to be shooting uh some shooting some um some videos. Well, shooting some music around the room. <laughs> we're not going to be filming it. We okay. might film it. Right. I um so yeah, I went in there and uh, ch- sort of checked out the new place. So yeah. that's really cool. So check that out. Whiffwaff on the we- on Whiffwaff on the waterfront. Yeah, Whiffwaff on the waterfront. Yeah, <laughs> they've thought about this, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and actually, funnily enough, our, our singer Elliot he works there now. <laughs> <laughs> Waffa Coindians. It uh, is a real, co- 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 a real coincidence. <laughs> is Layla yeah. still booking the, the bands for it there? She is, I believe. Yes. Oh um, she's getting yeah. the monopoly now, isn't she? Oh yes, yes. She's. Uh, she must be stopped. Yeah, she's taking taking over. Who's uh, she's Kingpin? Oh, uh, crikey! Like, yeah, you know, Wilson not, Layla Fisk. Yeah, yeah. She's just not quite fat and bald. She's much the opposite. <laughs> I say not quite. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm digging a hole. I'm digging a hole. <laughs> I'm fixing a hole. Um, so yeah, that's all I did Sunday, and was like, oh, I'll leave the loading the van till this morning, and then I woke mm-hmm. up and went, oh no, I've got loads of stuff to do, mm-hmm. and didn't have time to do it. Had to renew my DBS, which wouldn't let me do that, mm-hmm. and so I've been stressing around this morning, getting everything done, and I've just made it here, and I'm only now having breakfast. So <laughs> excuse me if you hear the crunching of cornflakes. Yeah, it's funny because he's talking whilst also eating, but you can't actually hear it. I mean, it's it's quite amazing. No, oh god, I feel like I want to throw up hearing that. I'm going to take my <laughs> headphones off. <laughs> oh god, nice man. Podcast um, goals. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, it's it's funny because I'm constantly just still still having my gear around in my van. Mm. Like most of the time, just having to unload an entire gig's worth of gear by yourself yeah. is, is never on the top of your priority list. You're like, oh please. I was I was lucky with loading in actually. Um, Oscar has always said, you know, if you need a hand, we'll load in because he lives up the road. He goes, pick me up first and we'll load in. Mm-hmm. But every time since we've said that, it's been a case of picking up from Ipswich because he's been getting the train into Ipswich. Or, right, yeah. So, so it's been a case of picking him up on the way to the gig. Right. So the first time he's actually been able to help out and with that just having an extra pair of hands to help out with that kind just of thing. It the time, doesn't it? It does. It makes life so much if easier. It's a, if it's a useful person. Yes, yes. Sometimes, <laughs> uh, Some people just like, what should I pick up next? I'm just like, use your initiative. <laughs> yes, yeah. I am... Um, I also am very, very strict when it comes to like people, like friends or fans of the show helping yeah. pack down, because you don't, you never know someone how much someone's had to drink yeah. until they fall over with your guitar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, exactly. Uh, and you don't want to have that argument with a mate. No, no, it's not worth losing a friendship from someone trying to do something nice and that's the worst thing you go i know you're trying to help but now i have to spend 200 quid on getting a new neck on my guitar yeah yeah and stuff like that so if you are a fan of music if you if you want to help that's that's really nice and just talk us up to the bar literally just say to the bar 
book them again. Like, yeah, that is, that's the most helpful that's the thing, most you, helpful can thing do. you can do. <laughs> uh, we really, um, you know, appreciate the help, but don't be offended if we go, nah, it's cool, we got this. Yeah. It's because sometimes, sometimes, you know, we've got this because we, we're used to doing it every yeah. gig. And we're sober. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, I do have a friend um, who loves Lucky helping. you. I've got a friend. I, and he, he's always helping to pack down. He comes to loads of gigs. Um, and I will say to him, you can help us pack down if you're driving. Right. Because he will sometimes drive, he'll sometimes drink. I say, if you're drinking, no. Because, yep. um, you know, if your balance goes, I don't... Also, it's, it's not even a case of, you know... We've What's got, got to do with whether he's got money or not? Yeah. If your bank balance is bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's also another thing to do with... Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> if your balance is bad, I mean, if you're in the red, uh, I don't want you touching my gear, you might run off with it. Well, there's always that. <laughs> um, sell it, yeah. But, you know... We've got heavy equipment, yeah. um, and I'm always telling people with to when people who pick up my subs, I'm like, no, that's a two man lift, that's forty kilos. Mm. I said, if you hurt yourself, insurance won't cover it because insurance, like health and safety rules and regulations, are anything under thirty kilos is a one man lift, anything over mm. is a two man lift. If one person lifts that, does their back in, they're not covered. And if you, not a band member who's not on my insurance, mm-hmm. do yourself in. There's nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, and I can still be sued, mm-hmm. but there's no, I, there's no backup for that, you know. Yeah. And it's, it's not, it's not worth your back. So yeah, that's my, that's my rant for the day. That's it. Yeah, you can't <laughs> take that one off the bigger card. It wasn't oh yeah. There. Oh yeah. It wasn't me. Um, Don't you hate that, Josh? Uh, not really now. I'm, ah. I'm not really fussed about it. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to make me a jingle, Josh. Oh, a, a jingle can about we, what? Can we apply the? Can we play bingo here? What, 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 play, what can we play it with ourselves? Yeah. Oh well, I don't know. We, we'll just we'll sort of have a, a jingo bingle jingle. A jingo bingo. I don't want to know um, whether jingo is a word for something else because it might turn out to be something offensive oh, to someone. I would not want to tell. Don't play it in Australia. Yeah, jingo. <laughs> You're flaming jingo. <laughs> Maybe Jingo is just an Australian jingle. Uh, maybe. Can Play I, a little Jingo, I, mate. Because we're coming up to Christmas, can I request a Christmas, a Christmas gift from you? Uh, of course. Can I have a Jingo from you? A Jingo. <laughs> so I've got to do it in Australia. Can sense. you give me an Australian <laughs> bit, uh, jingle? Harley's done things. Well done, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've already done like three of those. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, I want, I want a full-on masterpiece. Rock and roll, man. For Christmas. Crikey. Okay. Australian masterpiece. Oh, uh, Opera. This, well, you've you called me out live on air, so... Yeah. I'm yeah. kind of... You I'm can't say no. Now. Yeah. Can well, I make... Can it be an Australian opera? Uh, an Ozpra. Yeah. Might. <laughs> Fiji might. All right. Uh, uh, okay. Well, so I'll make you an Ozpra. An Ozpra. <gasps> yeah. I did not think of that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I had a, um, I had quite a nice little eventful weekend or end week last week. Um, as yeah, so I had all my gigs done by Friday, which was wonderful because that meant I had a weekend. That's mad. Um, so uh, I had uh, on Thursday I was playing a wedding up at Woodford Hall. Oh wait a sec. Woodhall Manor, is Wood- that right? It's in in, in Woodbridge. So, yeah, yeah, Hosley kind of way. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so Milton kind of yeah, yeah. past Sutton, Sutton who, Sutton where, Sutton, Sutton how, 
Sutton who? Everyone asks Sutton who, but no one asks Sutton, Sutton how. how. It's really sad. <laughs> it's because it sounds too similar in Suffolk. Sutton how? Actually, um, because you're because where that is, you kind of it's at the roundabout where you go left to go to Rendlesham and you go right, isn't it? Yes. Uh, so it felt like I was going to old jet. Felt like I was going to work. And it was a Thursday as well. So yeah, it must exactly. have really messed with like, you. Well, yeah. Um, but when uh, bonfire night uh, a few weeks ago, we were, I had to go to old jet to oh had to go to area 51 to pick up some bits and coming back there was a big forest fire around there crikey like just by the roundabout and really you, like you could see trees on fire Man. and i drove kind of through it and there was embers hitting the road and it was like one of those you, there, I, there was a video going around of like someone driving through a forest fire and it looked like they were just driving through yeah it. yeah and for a moment it looked like that yeah and i was like actually a little bit terrified oh, your trees are on fire i was very glad i was driving <laughs> That's terrifying. I think they knew. There were, the police were there and everything. Excuse me. Your sex is on... Your tree is on fire. <laughs> oh, God. That'd be a bad bonfire. <laughs> that would. Yeah. Oh, well, um, I'm glad I missed that then. Uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. So, I, uh, I, I escaped being on fire and I was playing for Stephen Decker's wedding which is I'd never played at Woodhall Manor before it was a really really nice little place have um, you played there? no it was uh, yeah very very swanky building I had Murray Rayner and Rich with me Woo. so I had the full band the 80 yeah exactly um, and uh, but yeah so they've got the out they've got sort of an outhouse style bit for their uh, for, for where the reception and the ceremony happens yeah. and then there's the manor for sort of the hotel it's a and lovely place a really it? lovely old building um, so yeah nice easy load in um, and uh, yeah really fun set because what I'd done beforehand I'd uh, I'd researched a bunch of sort of two three or four chord songs that barely changed the whole way through mm-hmm. and I was just like right boys this one's in C it's a one six four five off we go and I just sort of play it and uh, that's a good way to keep it fresh uh, that's, that's, I do, I've, I've been doing that for years but I haven't done it for a while oh, okay. um, so uh, it's been, so there's, there's so many 12 bar blues ones that yeah. we, we've done where I've just been like alright oh, people will know this one because it's you know Sweet Home Chicago or uh, you know anything you know, like Crossroads Eric Clapton you know so doing stuff with uh, with the blues jam that mm. still happens every third Thursday of the month at the Duke of York yeah. has really helped me to just be like okay let's just jam this it's easy but I'm trying to do some more you know current songs or just songs that are slightly more out of left field and less kind of you know expected of a, of a 50s and rockabilly night so we did uh, we did a bit of uh, Basket Case mm-hmm. bit of, uh, a bit of Green Day and a little bit of All the Small Things Blink 182 nice. and did a bit swung them up yeah so it worked really nicely and um, and I didn't tell Rainer we were doing that one so I turned around uh. and he's like Oh my god, I know this one. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, More excited it was than fun. the crowd. Yeah, exactly. Here's an interesting thing with that kind of thing, though. Um, so, you've got these songs where you've not really rehearsed, but you've just played them multiple times. They say you, you've, you've done that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these songs you've done many months ago, maybe even years. Yeah. Have you found, as you've played them with the same band, that they've developed like catches and hooks, and there's almost a set structure where you've kind of formed it, but 
only ever in the gig situation or does it change from time to change every night um yeah i mean we, there are certain ways that i've sung it and the certain ways that i've structured certain songs that aren't, aren't like the recordings mm. and i've also uh, because i'll go in i'll be like all right i know the chords and i know the riff and i know the main melody so i'll just make up the words yeah and a lot of the time so the so the wrong words are the ones that are stuck in my head <laughs> and obviously they won't be the ones that are on the record recording so i'll just sort of have uh, stuck with that so the guys know the wrong lyric to the songs mm. as well so if they hear the actual like lyrics to it they're like that's wrong <laughs> and they I, don't know where the cues are i've uh had it likened before to a ball rolling down a sand dune right stay with me on this uh you get football it's a nice big thing um it's round and people kick it in case anyone doesn't know um oh, but you've got <laughs> you got like a sand dune and you go well i don't know how this is gonna go but we know it's going to go in that direction roughly and it'll roll, but it won't necessarily go in a straight line. It'll follow a Meander. bit. But, yeah. But the next ball will kind of be more likely to follow the groove that the previous ball left and right. stuff like that. Uh, and I've done it with songs like that where we, uh, with uh, Space Rocks, we'd play songs and we'd never rehearse. We'd go, let's see how this goes. Or maybe just once over in sound check and then go, right. But then through the years, we've got a set structure. We go, and then by the end of it, we're like, we do it like this, this, this. But the, to the fact that if we have someone else in, we go, this is the structure, and we have to rehearse it because we've we've yeah. paved that yeah. path. You haven't rehearsed it yeah. up to that point. So when you do rehearse, you're like, this is weird. Why do we do it like this? Yeah. <laughs> and the best thing is when you then listen to the original, go, wow, we, we don't play anything like the original. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's completely it's, lost. It's usually faster. Oh yeah, usually yeah. Yeah yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, the original is usually slower. Like all the all the Cash songs we do, the the, the Johnny Cash songs, the originals are, are so much slower than the way we play it because we just always just like right, we got we got to get through this one, get to the next one, get to the next one, get to the next yeah. hit. You know, like so people we, know what they're what they're listening to. With Chart Attack, we find it's almost the opposite. We have a problem. We have. Because we're playing to tracks where we play it to the original speed, we sometimes find it's too slow. When bands play songs live, they do speed it up, and even like the original bands play their own songs faster in a, in a live situation to give it more energy. Mm. So we played like Niles Bartley Crazy, great song, but it's quite slow. And we're like, this just hasn't got the energy it needs for a live show. Mm. So, And when we watch back on other performances, they are sped up, and we're like, oh, okay, that's we should just, just crank it a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, you, you've got to refresh the set every once in a while. Yeah. Anyway, Friday was the interesting thing. Well, oh yeah, the, the we were was, talking about you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> so uh, Thursday, actually, I was um, uh, I, I, like before we played, I was having a bit of a panic because I was supposed to be live on Radio Suffolk um, with Leslie Dolphin over a phone interview. So I turn up to Whittle Manor, and there's no signal at all. Absolutely no signal. And I've got like oh, uh, no. emails coming in. No, not emails. I just suddenly randomly got a, like a, a missed call text, so like you know, and a voicemail from like the BBC, and they're going, no, "We can't get hold of you. We can't get hold of you." And it was like three minutes before I was supposed to be on air, so oh, I'm frantically yeah. running around trying to find their Wi-Fi <laughs> password. So I finally got their Wi-Fi password. and could do Wi-Fi calling on this. So yeah. I was just sitting there while the guys are all setting everything up, and I'm sitting there on live on the radio just talking about children in need because the next day um, we were at Worsted Park. You were, yeah. Um, for uh, Leslie Dolphin's tea party, raising money for children in need, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was fun. It's the third year in the row we've done that. Awesome, uh, which is mad. Were you in the the mansion or the atrium? The atrium. Okay, the nice. Atrium, yeah, nice big room. Yeah, exactly. I had uh, uh, Dave Butcher and Dave Whiting doing the sound for me. It was you know the the, okay, yeah. the the BBC A team. They are very good. Yeah, they're wonderful blokes. They know me very well now because yeah. they've, they've they've done a lot of sessions with me, so they know you know. 
at how easy it is to work with us because i mean we got there had five minutes to sit up and sound check and we were done you know and uh and you know they're sort of like what do you want your monitors and i'm like anything's good i don't usually have monitors so it's fine (laughs) yeah it's like like your birthday ambassador you spoil us um (laughs) so yeah uh so we got three sets out of that one i think we so we um we were alongside the pop chorus uh local guys that we um you know doing sort of contemporary songs in 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 a choir um also uh alongside a couple opera opera singers that were were doing some some very 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 moving things but yeah we were nothing australian uh no osbro i'm afraid no sorry mate um but we we were kind of the i suppose uh i don't know we were just the the kind of thing that every hour we were supposed to sort of re-energize it a bit because it would it, it wouldn't get you know like depressing but it would get like um you know does it, it have heavy moments heavy moments yeah exactly um so yeah it was it was nice we sort of you know it was a real honor to be able to be asked back three years in a row um um whether they'll ask us again i don't know but I yeah mean, it's you know it, it, we've 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 uh We've, we've we've been we've been very honoured to be able to ask a bunch of times. So um, yeah, Murray did that with me, and it was really nice just to sort of like hang out with uh, with all the other people. Like uh, Charlie Haylock was doing some some poetry and a lot of sort of sort of Raiden in his Suffolk accent. Oh, right. uh, you may you may know him from that sort of. Um, there was a, a video on Facebook going around for ages, just with like from BBC Look East, and he was just talking about Suffolk words, and uh-huh. it was just like an old bloke just going on the ha or blow on a hurley you know and it's, so it's just a guy like you know um describing what certain suffocisms mean so yeah yeah i thought that was really fun uh but yeah so it was all my stuff done for the for the weekend and on saturday i was freed up to be able to go up to my cousin tom billington's birthday party which he is a musician himself. He was one of the sort of the reasons why I'm uh, uh, I got quite into it. Have you, sp- have you is this have you spoken about him before? Yes, there was a have. band called Mohawk I've talked about yeah. uh, on here before, which I'll probably play on is the it show. Mohair, not Mohawk. Yes, yeah. sorry, Mohair. And, that, and I was into both those bands about yeah. the same. They're time. They're the same sort is, of era, aren't they? Yeah. So I was like, uh, I was always like, oh crikey, how do they know each other? Because they're really messing with me, right? Um, and so yeah it was cool because he had some of uh, Tom my cousin had some of the people from his band uh, from Mo Mohair there at the party and they were they were up they playing were with Mo him Mo there uh, Mo were totally Mo there and also uh, they had uh, Kieran Jeremiah who was um, the bass player and well bass player for my cousin Tom's band and also the keyboard player for The Feeling and we were just up there with, with uh, you know the band members from The Feeling and from Mohair and I was fronting a song for his birthday and I was like this is weird this is like I'm fronting a band nice. from mem- you know from with band members that I used to listen to when I was 16 yeah <laughs> it's really cool so, that's awesome nice. yeah real real nice community vibe my, my cousin my little cousin I shouldn't call him little cousin he's the same height as me now um, second cousin and you're not little I know um uh, he uh, he got up and sung in front of everybody, and he's just got this wonderful voice, and it was really nice because I've I've known him. He's fifteen now, so I've known him. He's fifteen since he was and, tiny. and your height. That's yeah, exactly. Mental. He's gonna he's gonna outgrow me, I think. Yeah. But yeah, he I've known him since he was he was a youngster and uh, and you know actual baby. So seeing him getting up there and there were actually women screaming uh, because really? his voice was so good, I was like, this is weird. I'm gonna go now. <laughs> but so, yeah, that's awesome. Prop man. Zach. That sounds like a great party. Yeah, it was really nice. It was really nice. It was up in Watford though, so we had to. It was, right. It's the drive of Bit going of to London, and you're like, oh, this. I'm usually doing this for work. <laughs> it's did, weird. Did you go with Frankie? Yeah. Yeah. 
and, Frankie and, and I went. And your mum? Yeah, my yeah. mother. Yeah, yeah awesome. my mother and my, my auntie was there. So it was really nice to just sort of, when you get a Saturday off as a musician, it's like making the most of it. It's nice to be able to make it a family family time yeah, as exactly. well. Yeah, exactly. And it's actually, I had a cancellation for last Saturday. It wasn't, I didn't have a gig. I just right. got a cancellation. So I was like, all oh, right, a rare moment like that. And it's also my cousin's birthday. Like you kind of feel like you've got to snap it up. You can't just say no. Yeah, yeah. If you did say no, you're like, oh, you idiot, because you'd just be sitting there playing PS4. Like, oh no, you got. You should have been seeing your family. Yeah, (laughs) you got that that voice in your head. Um, Right. Okay. Yeah. So that was that was uh, was my week. Oh boy, I did things. Oh no, I didn't. Oh, did things and stuff happened, boy. Uh, well, I was going to play you some new music. Well, uh, I have to. I have to admit that there was a song that uh, I wanted to play in this section. So we, we had a bit of a problem with with playing it because the file got corrupt. So I'm going to play uh, another song from a band that's playing locally. A very very good friends of ours. Yeah. Um, stick around for the gig list because they're playing with Reno and Rome and Polly Haynes uh, this weekend at Through Eyes Monkeys. This is Underline the Sky with This Is Gospel. Check it out. Awesome stuff. That was This Is Gospel Ironed on the Sky. So you said that was a, that was a Panic at Disco cover, right? One, yeah, I think it's a, a fairly new one. Yeah, oh, I, right, di- I didn't know, actually. It was Rain's girlfriend that played it. She, uh, We were driving somewhere. She's like, can you play the new Panic at the Disco song? I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is really good. Yeah. Um, but that was yeah. good. So I think they released that earlier this year. So that's available on their iTunes and stuff like this. So um, awesome. Yeah. So I think it's time to get on to a little bit of music news, 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 news. news. Thank you for the music news. Um, that's yeah. So after doing a little new bit, jingle, take uh, it off exactly. Um, it, it, for uh, my research this morning, I, I basically I, every Monday I do a big old. Uh, deep dive into what's been going on in the in the music industry as a sort of a, a whole as a worldwide thing i try to focus a lot on on stuff that affects us in the uk and in europe um but this uh, week's one was actually quite interesting um because it flagged up a company i not heard of before so a music a uk music tech firm pirate studios but they've secured a strategic investment of 20 million from London-based Talis Capital. That's pretty strategic. Yeah, that's pretty strategic, right? So Pirate Studios, you heard of them before? Uh, no. They are a Bristol... Or should uh, I say NAR? NAR. Uh, they are a Bristol-based company uh, operating fully... They operate fully automated, self-service, 24-hour music studios. I wonder if that's... Sorry, my, I, I lost when I said Pirate Studios in Bristol because it's... Uh, Captain Blackbeard was from Bristol. Right. So maybe that was it or something. Maybe. Intentional. So <laughs> Pirate has built a platform that offers online booking, 24-hour key code access, automated recording and live streaming, as well as complete IoT control of their studios. So it's kind of basically like how kind of uh, Easy Gym would be so that there's, you know, you go to Easy Gym, you know, operated by EasyJet, you just have a card, you ping in, or like Anytime Fitness, there's nobody actually working there. If you know how to use, you have an induction on how to use the gear, and then that's it, you've done it. Kind of like a, what, Zip Van, like you get them in London, yeah. or Zip Car. So it's kind of, you you have a membership fee to this company, and then you, uh, they just let you use their studio, which I think is a really great thing for, for people of, of our generation, which know how, who know to, how to use the recording studio, as well as how to uh, make, you know, play an instrument and make a song. Yeah, that, 
that is really cool. Oh, right? How crazy is that? For, for years, I, um, I, I mean, I've been in it, a recording engineer for a long time, mm-hmm. and when I before I had Area Fifty One, I would go to studios and go, "Can I use your studio as an engineer?" Because yeah, I can't afford. Well, it's the thing because I've done that before. I'm like, yeah. I, I can't afford to actually pay for the studio space. I can, I can, I can. I, can, I mean, for the uh, for the engineer in the studio because it's like you know, I've, I've only want to buy this, hire this for the for yeah. the room or, or just for the gear. It's not only that, but it's also engineers work differently. Um, and I've done it before where I've gone into a session and uh, they want to. They're going down a different path of I want to record it with this direction, with this shapes of sounds, and I go, but that. That's not how I could like to do it, and it's really awkward because when I've been to the, like I've been to studios um, in Ipswich where I've gone, can I engineer? They go, oh, we don't really use our own own guys because mm-hmm. we need to know that you know what you're doing. I'm like, well, I will show you that I know what I'm doing. How do I get? How do these engineers get a job here in the first place? Mm-hmm. Because if you're not going to let me try out the equipment. And show you that I know what I'm doing. How does anyone show what that they know what they're doing? Mm. Um, and I suppose you're invited along, aren't you? You're invited yeah. to, to apply and things like this. So it's slightly different. So I think this this does fill a gap in the market, which is, is good. Apparently, uh, Pirate operates to 350 studios in 21 locations, including London, New York, and Berlin, and plans to use the investment to fund its expansion across the UK, Germany, and the US. So I think this would be a good thing to be able to say. Uh, bring one to Ipswich, please. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. That'd or be- somewhere a bit closer than London. Um, yeah. Because yeah, that's the closest one they've got is uh, is, is, is London. Mm. But, I mean, you know, that would be great. I haven't looked into pricings yet. But It'd be I mean- interesting to see, like, what savings you're making on a studio like that. Mm. Like, compared to going to, you know, somewhere like Punt, somewhere like Area 51, where you're paying for an engineer for the day. Mm-hmm. Whether you're paying whether you do save money or whether you're paying for the privilege of being able to have it done your way as well. Mm. I mean, you know, there is a lot to be said for having a um, an engineer there yeah. who is an outside ear because, I mean, the amount of songs that I have written, uh, performed and produced mm. and I listen back to it and I'm just like, if you had just had a second ear on that, it would sound great, you know? Or it just had somebody else to just produce it or just to handle a certain part of it. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's a good thing to be able to have something like this where you have full control but sometimes I think you do need to have a professional yeah, a- and engineer. I uh, little, little secret insider, um, I have been working on some original material uh, and I've been, uh, I've kind of done, I've essentially recorded drums, bass, and vocals. Very nice. Um, I haven't actually recorded drums yet, but I programmed them in. And mm-hmm. but then sent, I've sent them to a friend, a producer of mine, and gone, do stuff with this. Mm-hmm. Put some some other sounds in there. I don't want guitar on it. No offense, um, <laughs> but I want well, some I, other I, sounds. On behalf on of it. all guitarists, I'm very offended. That's fine. Um, <laughs> it's okay because. I don't need you. Um, <laughs> no, uh, basically, I found a nice big set of pedal that makes a massive sound. So on um, bass, uh, on bass, and it mm. kind of covers a lot of the the real estate what the guitars do. Mm. Uh, and until some bandwidth, yeah. So I just want some other sort of synthy stuff to go in with it, mm. and I want that input from someone who's not me. Yeah. Um, so that's so, kind of yeah. where I'm going with that. But I mean, so I, I expect sometimes. there's probably a lot of people like Jared threaten using sort of studios like this. Yeah, yeah. Hark <laughs> yeah. back to last week's. <laughs> I've been talking about that a lot this Have week. You? It's yeah. been it's been the talk of 
uh, anybody listening in heard uh, you know did you listen last week did you hear about jared threaten and, and the uh, and the, the fake band and the f- and selling out uh, in quote marks i shows. did say to someone in a forum please tweet us uh, or, or talk to us yeah. on the facebook and let's know what you thought of that story this sounds like it'd be a really cool, cool art piece imagine okay you've got a fake band and you go they've got a gig They've only got a few tickets left. They are the next big thing. And have it like hyped up on all the big radio stations or Radio 1. Be there this night. And everyone turns up and the t- curtains open and it's a giant mirror. Whoa. Would still be a bit better gig than The Threaten. Still would be, yeah. <laughs> I saw the music video. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, uh, we but, shouldn't diss, but no, it's exactly. ridiculous. It's so funny. It is very funny. But anyway. Absolutely mental. But yeah, anyway, so... Uh, I thought that was a really interesting old thought that um, as uh, as hopefully we can see if we can maybe get a petition together, see if we can say to um, say to Pirate Studios, bring something to Ipswich because they they also uh, do other types of things. They do rehearsal rooms mm. um, as well as studios, mastering rooms, uh, and uh, mastering oh, suites. Cool. So it's- yeah, you can actually you don't have to just record stuff. You can just take stuff there to master. There is I think, and that's. A- Good point. There are a lot of studio recording studios in the Suffolk area, mm-hmm. uh, possibly more than perhaps there needs to be. Mm-hmm. But there again, recording studios they vary in sort of the quality and what sound they produce depending on the room. Mm. But rehearsal rooms, there are a few places that do rehearsals. But I mean, we had trouble with rehearsal Wednesday trying to find somewhere where we can rehearse. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of bands and they need a lot of space to be able to rehearse. And you know, exactly. not everybody's got a garage. Important. No, and no. nice neighbours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most of them don't. But yeah, so you know that was that was something that I thought was interesting and that we can talk about. A eh? <laughs> so let's have a little extra. So the extra part of the show that we like to chuck in every once in a while is thing a thong thong about this morning. Thing a thong report about this morning. Uh, words. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, you know about. Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. No, a little bit. Yeah, I do. I know. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, I thought this when I was researching this. I was like, well, Harley will know a little bit more. I'm a nerd. Uh, I know things. Yes, exactly. So you know, uh, Bitcoin and uh, has has sort of suffered quite actually quite a big dip last week. I think it was a it it was valued at about four point eight thousand pounds per Mm. one bitcoin but it's just dropped down to about four thousand uh last week so it's it's splitting off there's sort of like as i was sort of doing a little bit of uh research was apparently about civil wars between the bitcoin abc bitcoin sv ripple and ethereum so Mm. lots of different cryptocurrencies are sort of fighting out to be the one at top one bitcoin is you know up there right now but it's it's such a, a movable market it's going to change all the time yeah what i actually stay with me here the reason why i'm talking about this so blockchain is a, a is well similar to bitcoin or crypto thing it's it's basically the kind of the platform that helps cryptocurrencies be a thing mm. so it's uh you know central banking basically is is saying that so wealth and the money and and what you know gives a currency a value is based on where it, where it, the 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 currency is centralized so in in the UK the sterling you know we've got the bank of england and things like this so uh, and and euro you've got the bank of europe so you've got actual a place where it is whereas cryptocurrencies are spread across the whole world and their uh, blockchain is what does that basically it, it decentralizes it so it's it sort of makes it a little less easy to hack and kind of hard Harder for people to steal. So, um, what I'm talking about this because uh, on a music-based show is um, (laughs) 
blockchain itself also has no central database um, mm. and it's distributed all its info online. So there is actually talk about using uh, the blockchain software in the music industry to store rights information. Um, oh. So so that whenever a, a song is played, like on a radio show like ours, um, the data is, you know, just like an ISRC code or mm. anything like this, it is basically, um, it, uh, it's handled so much quicker if it was part of a blockchain. Right. Uh, it, it, you know, so it's not having to go to a specific place to... to uh reclaim the, the data that it's yeah. to work. I mean, it's, it's, don't, it's the thing, it's because by design, a blockchain, I'm reading here, is resistant to modification of the data. It is an open distributed ledger that can record transactions between two parties efficiently and in a verifiable and permanent way. For use as a distribute, distributed ledger, a blockchain is typically managed by a peer-to-peer network, kind of like, you know, LimeWire and FrostWire and yeah. Posit BearShare before. Um, yeah. Uh, network collectively adhering to a protocol for internode communication, so just you know between two places, uh, and validating new blocks. So if somebody wanted to add something to it, it has to be uh, has to go past a lot of things. You can't just sort of hack into a blockchain and just add something so that you can nick something from it. It has to sort of get past a, a, a lot of peer to peer distribution stuff. So uh, where's the actual important? So. The important thing that I was reading here on this was it saying is it won't solve problems that are happening now, but more future problems. So people that are writing stuff now uh, won't have the same problems as, say, you know, Black Sabbath or the Beatles or Led Zeppelin had when people would just use their music without permission. Yeah. Um, and it happens a lot of political rallies as well, I've yes. been noticing. Yes, right? there's been a lot of talk about that in recent months. Uh, yeah. Um, a lot of people who don't seem to like Trump. I don't get that myself, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I have. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I should uh, take that bit back. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, people say please don't use. Was it Pharrell Williams? He wasn't. He wasn't okay yeah. with it. Uh, Guns N' Roses as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Finally used Welcome to the Jungle. I think it was. And... Yeah, Metallica were absolutely fine with uh, the US government using their songs uh, as a form of torture uh, in Guantanamo Bay. <sighs> wow. Well, I mean, if they had a blockchain, they'd have got the rights for each song. So. Their, their their words were: as long as we're we're getting paid for the use of it, it's not our it's not our. Their thing was: it's not their place to say how the music is used because you know. Which which I don't know. It's fair. It's you know you can't you can't stop their stuff from happening. I don't know. It's difficult, yeah. isn't it? Once you once you've written something and you've released it, what what how it's used is you can't control that. You can Once, try, but it won't happen. I, I I can't remember who the artist was, was, but some musician said, you know, they're like, oh, what do you think about people using your song uh, in this way, or um, you know, what uh, what do you think about people singing this song in, in a different context, you know? And they were like, well, it's not my song. <laughs> I wrote it. Well, as soon as that song is finished and penned and gone out there, that's everyone's song. Yeah, mm. I get the rights to it. I own the 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 monetary rights to it, and that's fair enough to a point mm-hmm. but i don't have the control to um to tell people how to listen to my song and how right. to perceive how it goes down yeah that's true i mean yeah because otherwise yeah you're not actually getting the idea of what a song is for then no because <laughs> you make it it's just like a piece of property and 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 just like you know like a, like something fast food or something. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not actually what it's for. But yeah, so I don't know. Blockchain could be quite interesting. Um, 
uh, what's this saying? So, uh, more efficiency for collecting societies means more money for creators and rights holders. The reason businesses don't pay right away, it, right away isn't usually because they don't know where to send a check, though. It's because they'd rather delay doing so in order to pr- preserve their cash flow. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, you may change the the process of how rights are, are distributed or, or who is owed what. It but, might not necessarily fix it because the problem is the people gooey, not the not the software the, the gooey mass in front of the computer screen yeah exactly not the computer but yeah so i thought that was an interesting thing what do you guys think like, let us know do you think there should be more uh, in place to help protect rights holders um or do you think you know it's not going to change anything mm. you know start a conversation with us yeah. we're on we're on uh, we, you know we've got a facebook page so you can just find us at harley and josh um and we're also on twitter individually as at lockerbillies and at harley c but we are also now on instagram so oh yeah we are yeah we are so uh yeah check us out on instagram just at harley and josh show um and let us know on there what you guys think um before we do anything else and get onto the gig list i want to play some music by a a new band that i found i believe they're from chelmsford they're, well they're from essex i know that band from mandeville they're playing with rubber jaw this weekend check them out this is double denim Awesome. Sutton who? (laughs) (laughs) That was Mandeville with Double Denim. And this is Rainer Vandell with... Oh, it's not going to play. Sutton who? (laughs) 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 Thank you for the the writing there. Uh, Well, the the, the speak in there, Rainer. Please send us voice messages on uh, Harley and Josh show. Yeah, Uh, do it as much as you can. We'll get you on the radio. So, uh, yeah, interesting thing that we were doing this week on the Facebook game, which we do every single week, is show us a song with a day of the week and the title or lyrics, which is loads of fun. Um, So, obviously, Rob Lewis Lewis jumped on it immediately. Oh, of course. I thought it was going to be him straight away. But he is Stormy Monday, great sort of jazz standard. Uh, Ruby Tuesday, Gloomy Sunday, they were all his. Uh, uh, Lynn Beale did that, that I don't care if Monday's blue Tuesday's grey and Wednesday too Thursday I don't care about you it's Friday I'm in love Aww, that's a good one that's sweet um, uh, that covers all the bases really doesn't it yeah drive in Saturday that's uh, David Bowie I believe isn't it from Bridget Giveau. Um uh, Justin Demir I once wrote a song in college called Wishing You a Happy Wednesday Wednesday and Thursday don't get much of a look in do they no they don't uh, uh, Chris Haste um, he has come through with uh, one for every day of the week, which is pretty sick. So, so, so is my dad, Steve. Steve, um, yeah, Stephen Harley, the Copy yeah. Rebels. Um, Oliver Bakeman, um, as you know, we've talked about Oliver a bunch. The, yeah, Oddball and Shifty Twins. Yes, Oddball and the Shifty Wind, the Shifty Twins, Shifty Wind, Shifty Wins, <laughs> Shifty Wins for the Wins. Uh, the Darkness, Friday Night. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night. Oh, I haven't listened to that. That's exactly how it goes. Um, Yeah, that was really a Blue Monday, Matthew Paul. um, How does it feel? Um, Sunday, Blood, Blooming Sunday. (laughs) Bloody. Are they a bloody. Uh, Yeah, that's fine. It's it's not about actual. Yeah, it's about actual blood. Yeah, U2 track. I used to love that track. That was Dan Dolman. Mr. McFluff said that one. Um, and uh, Kat Dickerson obviously put a a Colorblind Hedgehogs track in there. Downtown Driving, just another Saturday night. Rolling nah, to town by Colin Vine Hedgehog. Did no one do I Don't Like Mondays? No, because it's, that's a horrible song. <laughs> I mean, it is. Hot stu- <laughs> <laughs> dead down. No. 
I've heard they're looking for a new singer. You should, you should really. Are they really? You should apply. Brilliant. Yeah, the other ones. Uh, the, yeah, Bob Geldof's too busy like saving the world or something. Oh, of and course, yeah. <laughs> They've got one song. Oh, good. I can yeah, that. yeah. Make some money. Tribute gig. Just yeah. Like yeah. So yeah. Um. Oh, we've got another voice message from Rainer, and I feel like I don't. I haven't listened to it off air, so I don't know if I... Go to the other side of the room. I will talk and you can check it. Okay, so... um, (laughs) Yeah, as he's checking that. So, uh, if you have... Oh, that's... (laughs) I think think that's okay. It's all right. I guess. Okay, let's let's, let's hear it. Because I want more people to send in their voice notes. Yeah, more of those, And this is the quality we're dealing with. Brilliant. Yeah, more of that, please, guys. Um, yeah, so uh, I had a nice little uh, little thing just before we do the gig list is that my, my old bandmates from Who's Driving Bears Driving, we're having a big old bandmates and new meetup um, oh, to go and watch Underline the Sky this weekend. Oh, that's cool. So that's, that's going to be a proper little blast from the past from about 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, maybe not 10 years ago. I was with them uh, 2011 to 2013. So. Nice. Uh, yeah, so that's that's five, six years ago. Yeah. Crazy, man. Nice, that's odd. So, yeah, uh, let's get into the gig Let's do that. Um, so, coming up on Friday, the Falcon have got a launch party with you and yours favourite yes. Chart Attack band called Chart Attack. Yes, yeah, uh, we are the Chart best Attack. Chart Attack band there is. Yeah, exactly. Apparently. Um, it's this Friday, 23rd November, so that's old Bowman's, isn't it? Yes, what used to be Bowman's on the corner of, is it Princess Street? Yes, it's, Street? it's near Music World like and Subway. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so we are, we're going to be there. Other sandwiches we, are available. We also have James Nunn's going to be playing a set yes, earlier yeah. on, so he's playing, uh, I believe, until Full disclosure, I did get asked to do that. Yeah. And uh, they couldn't afford us. Well, fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, <laughs> they were like, yeah, we want this. And oh, and also Layla's booking for here now. I was like, really? Yep, Layla. Yeah. So uh, Wilson Fisk. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, also going on Friday night, the Colburn Hedgehogs are 25 years old now. Wow. So they are having a 25th They don't look a day party. over 20. No, thousand years old um they are having a birthday party this friday 23rd november the grand old duke of york um with old members and new so i think it's a little bit ironic with that with the name that pub because it will not fit ten thousand men no <laughs> it's no and it is on top of the hill though uh and yeah. that is a trek to get up there and um, back down but yeah well down it down's easier <laughs> just roll mate you've had a couple of with it. so yeah um you know don't be put off if you if, there won't be ten thousand people there um because we've just you know turned a couple of people off yeah. so yeah get yourself up there and that'll be a really nice celebration of a wonderful musical career they've had i did make nick feel very old to when i told him that when the band formed i was one <laughs> i know i would have been what oh crocky i've forgotten how old i am now i would have been four something like that yeah three i'd be four four, four. four. crikey yeah wow. Keep You're going, old. boys. Keep You're going. really old, man. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> ouch. Um, Three Wise Monkeys are uh, uh, pl- uh, presenting Underline the Sky, as we played earlier with yep. This Is Gospel, as well as uh, Reno and Rome and Polly Haynes. That's just like a big Holly and Josh show Magic. smash it out of the park, that one. So I'm going down to that one with uh, Who's Driving Bears Driving Guys. Nice. So that's uh, Friday, 23rd November. Get down to that one in Colchester. Uh, also, we've just played Mandeville. So they are releasing a new single. I tried to get my hand, hands on it. But actually, they uh, figured out that they have actually been... They have only just finished recording it um, this weekend. So they haven't actually finished doing it. 
Yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, they're releasing it on Friday, and yeah. <laughs> that's okay. That's great. I like so, that. I like the pressure there. So Madaville, they're doing a single launch with Rubber Jaw. Mm. Wonderful people. Drama Llamas. Uh, <laughs> right. How great is that? And the WDR DJs. That's Saturday, November 24th at the basement in Chelmsford. So yeah, that'll be a great show. Get yourself down to that. Hot Tramp are live in Deerham at Gemini. So uh, they are playing Saturday, November 24th at 8.30. So check that one out. It's a bit of a way out, but it's a Hot Tramp show. So it's worth it. Worth it. Pet Needs, uh, Saving Scarlet, Amir and Memory Boy are all going to be playing Saturday as well at the University of Essex. I've got a gig there next week, which I'll tell you about next week. Stay tuned. Um, what else we got? Kane, In My Disguise and Dismanibus are playing here at the Smokehouse. Um, that is Saturday, November 24th at 7.25. So that's here at Smokehouse. I don't know how much ticket entry is, but it's usually quite cheap, like three yeah. quid, four quid, something like that. Uh, well, Neanderthal, uh, as well as support, are playing at the Green Street Brew House. I've checked out the lineup for that one. It's a lot of sort of thrash and deathcore stuff. So, if you're into your, your heavier side of things, the production on them was just so massive it didn't quite it wouldn't have worked for the uh, for the radio show today <laughs> right but yeah, yeah that, you know if you like your heavier style if you like a bit of nile you're like the neanderthal so check them out it's a good river mate um so east town pirates most importantly have a album launch coming up this yeah, week so we buddy. are going to play some east town pirates to finish off the show today i'm going to be there exactly. i've got my ticket i think they've still got some tickets left so um yeah contact so, those so guys. that's that's the last gig that i'm going to be talking about this weekend because we want to get as much of this song as possible um because yeah it's it, i've listened to a couple of the tracks from the album so far i absolutely love it um yeah, sean the bass player came over to my house a little while back and had a de- double bass lesson with me Ooh, because he romantic. donated towards the crowdfunding for our album oh, so i okay. gave him uh, a double bass lesson and he's a great bass player and these are some great tracks on this yeah. album i really recommend getting down to that so the john peel no it's not the john peel center yes, it is. is it it is at the john peel, center. john peel center uh this saturday 24th of november get your tickets because they are running out yes seriously quit. running out so make sure you get on them today um this is the title track uh well i think i want to use a different one oh because okay. yeah at least because i was going to use thorn that's my favorite one but it's not the title track we've got it we've got to let them know what the what the album's called in it so uh let's go for this one here right, ship yeah. of fools ladies and gentlemen please subscribe go on instagram enjoy we'll see you next week all right yeah boy, boy. boy.